So hello and welcome to Cannabis Conundrum. I'm your host, Desert Fox. Um, I read this crazy story and then it snowballed into another story and another story and another story and I just got sucked into it. And we brought you the, the California Conundrum. So I believe tonight's episode has ended up, it's decided it's going to be the New Jersey Conundrum. Now let's start off with the story that started it all. <laughs> Where did that snowball start rolling? The uh, headline reads, Please search man's anus and genitals for weed during a traffic stop. See for yourself. And yes, you can totally see for yourself. This story is via app.com. Um, a New Jersey man was driving on Burlington Road in Southampton. He had a very, very personal run-in with New Jersey State Police officers who contend they smelled marijuana on his person, according to reports. And that's according to the report and according to the dash cam and body cam footage that is very available online. The dash cam video was published by an open government advocate, John Paff. The two state police officers are seen ramming their hands down the pants of Jack Levine during the traffic stop. If you think that's the worst thing I'm going to do to you right now, you have another thing coming, my friend. One of the state troopers, identified in the video as Joseph Drew, tells Levine before the cavity search. And yeah, it's like 15 minutes long. It's not a short video. <laughs> it's super messed up. The officers, the other one identified as Andrew Whitmore, were ultimately unable to find any marijuana and cited Levine for tailgating. <laughs> Their interaction with the motorists was reported by the New Jersey 101.5 radio station. There's a lot of great quotes from the video if you haven't seen it. But did you find it? Did you find it? Yo, you guys are really ridiculous, Levine says in the video. You might as well ask me on a fucking date. Levine filled a tort claim, nothing noting his intention to sue over the incident. The claim, he alleges, the state police delayed his attorney's request for the dash cam, dash cam videos. Finally, after watching the videos months later, he alleged both officers violated him on the side of the road. They violated him on the side of the road. It was the most humiliating experience I've ever been through due to the fact people were driving by very slowly and watching him with his hands down my pants, Levine said in the motion. I, I don't know about you folks, but I would be super pissed off and I would probably own the police department by the time I was done. Did I mention they never found marijuana? You're listening to the Canis Conundrum. We'll be right back to explore this conundrum. Hello and thank you for joining us. You are listening to Cannabis Conundrum with your host, Desert Fox. Hello and welcome back, Cannabis Conundrum. We're picking up where we left off. This video comes as New Jersey lawmakers continue to debate whether the state should legalize marijuana. Governor Phil Murphy has vowed to sign a bill by the end of the year, though it's still unclear whether the measure would have enough votes in the legislature to pass. Last week, the Murphy administration did expand the state's medical marijuana program, allowing doctors to recommend the drug for five new medical conditions and for current patients to near, nearly double the amount of medical marijuana they can purchase at once. That's pretty awesome news. Both the State Consumer Affairs Division and the Federal Justice Department, 
currently classify weed as a Schedule 1 drug, which means that it has no medical use, it has a high potential for abuse, and is in line for strict reg regulations. Other Schedule 1 drugs include heroin and LSD. <laughs> yeah, it's really a close comparison. Last year, an appellate court ruled that the time was certainly ripe for state to reevaluate marijuana's classification. Despite the drug remaining illegal on the federal level, if we were reclassified, the state could change regulations or lighten penalties. Most likely still wouldn't be legalized or decriminalized altogether. The hearings are actually scheduled for April 19th in Newark and April 25th in Trenton. Anyone interested in speaking should submit a request to the Division of Consumer Affairs and including uh, prepared remarks. They want to know what you're going to talk about before they'll invite you? <laughs> wow. Members of the public can offer their opinions on marijuana's actual or relative potential for abuse, scientific knowledge regarding marijuana, risk to public health, whether marijuana is an immediate precursor or a Schedule One drug, if it's a gateway drug, <laughs> those are the things you're allowed to talk about. If it's not on that list, you cannot mention it. Okay. I guess we're going to reserve judgment until after uh, they hold these meetings. And I'm anxious to hear what, what, what the public says, what, what, what it's met with, what the response will be. Um, it looks like things could be looking up. Um, they they doubled the amount of weed that, that cardholders can have. And you know what? I imagine there's a lot of cardholders in New Jersey. Um, just my opinion. I've never been to New Jersey. Anyway, you're listening to The Cannabis Conundrum. My producer, Foxy, over here is telling me it's time for a break. It's time for a break, y'all. So we will be right back. And uh, we're going to continue on with the uh, ever-unfolding New Jersey Conundrum. Hello and welcome back, Cannabis Conundrum. Uh, the, we got to go back to this traffic stop because there's just I just keep seeing it from these different angles. Uh, the, the bizarre traffic stop started, the court record say, after the trooper asked the driver, do you have a medical marijuana card? No. Why? The motorist responded, according to the notice. The driver was then pulled out of his vehicle, handcuffed, placed in the back of a police cruiser. The passenger in the car was also cuffed and placed in the back of a second police cruiser. Trooper Drew was asking me to give him the marijuana or whatever he thought I had to make everything easier, the notice states. I told Trooper Drew several times I had no drugs and I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Drew searched the car but didn't find anything, the notice claims. Then he searched the driver's waistband. Hey, try not to rape me, all right? The driver can be heard said, saying in the video. Drew responds with, we don't do that. Still, nothing was bound. That's when the latex gloves came on. Drew takes the driver to the front of his police cruiser after the driver requests the search be done in plain view of the dashboard camera. The trooper then searched his genital area. The video clearly shows. The driver can be heard shouting as the trooper searches him. You better hope this shit's legal, he screams. Did you find anything? Did you find it? Yo, you guys are ridiculous. 
Levine says he's met with members of state police internal affairs on January 21st. A state police spokesman, Jeff Flynn, has confirmed an, an internal investigation into the incident is ongoing. Troopers remain on active duty, though. He declined to comment on whether the police troopers complied with state police policy, citing the on ongoing investigation. Lieutenant Theodore Schaefer, a state police spokesman, said that the incident came to the attention of the state police in late January when the motorist filed a tort claim or notice of intent to sue, intending, contending that his civil rights were violated during the roadside search. In January? Did I ever mention that this was on March 8th, 2017, that the incident occurred? They didn't find out until January 2018 that it occurred? I don't know how this is possible. <laughs> state Attorney General's Office will not respond immediately to requests for information on the state's policy on strip searches and body searches. State police spokesman said that his agency needed more time to get information. Ha! Yeah. I bet you do. I bet you do. This is the Cannabis Conundrum, and it just gets thicker. Cannabis Conundrum. Completely awesome. You know what? I'm, I'm neighbors with New Jersey, and let me tell you, you can't catch me dead driving down the New Jersey Turnpike with anything on my possession. That's insane. I don't even like to have a bottle of alcohol that I'm bringing to a friend's house. You know, it's very dangerous uh, for people of my complexion to drive while black in New Jersey. However, I do say that, you know, at least they're an equal opportunity assholes over there on uh, New Jersey parkways and freeways and whatever it is they have. But let me tell you something. You cannot mess around in New Jersey. That's why I'm glad I live in this city. This is the Guru Lupus Warrior signing out, wishing you love, health, wealth, fetus, happiness, harmony, and most of all, unity. Thanks a lot, man. Peace. So hello and welcome back. Cannabis Conundrum. <coughs> Thank you, Guru Lupus Warrior, for allowing me to put today's first segment on your show, The Guru Lupus Warrior. That's right, folks. I took over the keys to her show and released the first segment of today's show a few days ago, actually. But, Guru, I have a story for you. Not only a story, but I have a mission for you, Guru Lupus Warrior. Democratic candidate for governor of New York, Cynthia Nixon, said at a fundraiser that if elected, she would legalize recreational cannabis in the state. This is according to the New York Times. That's right, the former Sex in the City star announced last month that she's intended to run for governor of New York replacing current governor Andrew Cuomo. Nixon does not have any background in politics. This is her first time she's ever run for a political office. She has, however, been an advocate for improving education in this New York City for well over the past decade. At a fundraiser held in her name, Nixon gave a prepared statement and answered a few questions. One of the questions asked pertained to legalizing cannabis, which she purportedly pumped her fist and said yes. Nixon focused more on the tax revenue aspect of legalization rather than the health or criminal justice angle. This is, of course, a contrast to Governor Cuomo, who has 
uh, for a long time been an opponent of legalization of cannabis for recreational use in New York. His personal opinions on cannabis are, shall we say, a little antique. He's even gone so far as to refer to cannabis as a gateway drug. Miss Nixon's statements on the subject are quite refreshing in, contest, in contrast. Perhaps she's just following the lead of New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, who campaigned on legalizing re recreational cannabis in New Jersey last year. He won handily, and you could probably surmise that his victory was due to cannabis. Will this propel Cynthia Nixon to victory as well? You're just going to have to stay tuned, folks. And if you live in New York, go oh my vote. goodness. I want to go move to New York right now so I can vote. But you probably have to live there a year, huh? Probably. But seriously, folks, that would be awesome. Get to the polls when you can. One at a time. We got to conquer. I think I said before, if one bee comes buzzing around your head, you're going to swat it away. <laughs> One by one, all your beehives just start making their own set of rules. When do you have to listen? This is the Cannabis Conundrum. Foxy, anything to say? Have a good day. Well, we're not finished yet. Oh. <laughs> no, not yet. But I think she meant to say she hopes you're having a good day. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hello and welcome back. Now that cannabis legalization is quickly spreading across the U.S., the cannabis is more popular than ever. This means that, of course, alcohol companies, in particular beer companies, are seeing the profits start to plummet. Some are trying to fight against the changing tide by fighting against cannabis legalization tooth and nail. Others have ceased fight and instead are embracing the potential new market. The maker of Blue Moon is one of the latter, as they plan to release their own cannabis beer this fall. Cannabis beer does not contain alcohol. Federal law prohibits cannabis-infused alcoholic beverages. It'll only mimic the effects of drinking beer. This will, of course, be done by using three different cannabis formulas. There will be three different variations released in all. The beer will first be released in Colorado beginning this fall. Eventually, the Miller Coors Company, the company that manufactures Blue Moon, hopes to have their own cannabis beer available in recreational states in the near future. So, I mean, it only goes to show that cannabis-friendly states are going to make a lot of money, and there's companies out there ready to provide gonna be a lot less drunk drivers would you rather people drunk on alcohol or drunk on cannabis I mean just saying this is really about brewing great beers beers that drinkers love said Keith Villa the mind behind Blue Moon as well as new cannabis beer you just swap out the alcoholic beer for one of our beers Villa's cannabis beer would be different from other cannabis beers out there because Rather than simply having a distinct cannabis flavor, this particular one will actually get you high, which sounds pretty dank to me. What also makes cannabis beer different is that it, it's different cannabis formulas used in each drink can induce different types of highs. For example, one would induce euphoria, much like different strains of cannabis would. I don't know about you, but I am totally down to get to know this beer. I mean, what is there not to like? I, it, 
my wife actually likes Blue Moon, so I mean, I'm sure she'd be down to try it. I, I think if it was called Ass Face, she'd still be down to try it. Would you not? Maybe if it's still Blue Moon, <laughs> I, 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 I would totally, I would totally drink it. I can't wait. I might have to travel to Colorado just to try it. Just because, holy crap, we need to legalize that shit recreationally here in Arizona. That's all I'm saying because, damn it, I want some Blue Moon cannabis. Some Blue Moon moon. <laughs> Desert Fox, Foxy Lady, what's good? How are you guys today? Uh, man, I got to put on my thinking cap to try to think of a commercial to do. I'm having a brain fart, which I shouldn't. I should have all kinds of ideas. I love to talk. Obviously, I don't have a problem talking about myself. I'll have to put on my thinking cap and think of a, something creative for a commercial for you guys. I look forward to doing a coast-to-coast, East Coast meets West Coast, something fun like that. Definitely. That would be groovy. We'll just kind of just go from the cuff, you know, just like a couple of friends talking in a room together. I think that that's what, or, you know, talking together. That's what works best, I think just natural, organic, let it flow, talk about our uh, marijuana use, talk about life, talk about stuff and things, who knows. All right, you guys, have a great Wednesday. Talk to you soon, my friends. Peace. Oh, M. Cheese Jamaican coffee sounds awesome. I've never had that yet. Where do I find that? Do I have to go to Starbucks or can I get it at Walmart? I'm just asking because... It sounds really good, and I can't think that Walmart would have the capacity to support something so amazing. Maybe, maybe not. I just want to know where we can find Jamaican coffee. But yes, you heard directly from Patrick on We Live on a Planet. Awesome sauce. Cannabis conundrum. We live on a planet. It's going down. We're going to have a big collaboration, and it's probably going to be in the next week. Well, it's it's definitely going to be in the next week if we can pull it off. Uh, There's going to be a Wilson episode coming up very shortly. And Big things are happening, folks! Big things are happening. Let us know what you think of the content. Do you like Wilson? Do you like our stories? Do you want to hear Patrick and Conundrum and the awesome sauce go off? We need... Audience participation, my friends. Feel free to chime in. You can find us on anchor.com. If you download the app, you can actually chime in on the conversation. Or you can leave little messages somewhere, right? Like on Facebook or Gmail. Well, I mean, you can leave messages at our Facebook page. You can leave messages at our Gmail account. Just the cannabis conundrum. Type it in. You'll find us. We're there. Big things happening. We're going to do a lot of stuff through this next week. We, we might pop up on another show in the next week on Anchor. Who knows what's going to happen? The sky's the limit. This is Desert Fox. Foxy Lady. My producer. We're signing off. Boop, Have a great night. Bye-bye. And we'll talk to you next time Peace here out. on Cannabis Conundrum. Ciao. And be sure to check out Awesome Sauce Radio. It's doing amazing things. Be sure to check out We Live on a Planet. It's doing amazing things. Guru Lupus Warrior is every day. It's going down. We need to check out 
your name here podcast because it's going down all my friends we're all doing big things all of our shows are relevant and it's going down this is desert fox we hope you enjoyed the show have a wonderful night everybody peace